Let me tell you about what happened last time on Let Me Tell You About Homestuck. You drop all the cans and take a look at your wrist. It's sort of a specialized barcode pattern. This brings back unpleasant memories, and you'd prefer not to dwell on it. Looks kind of like a chessboard. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that chessboard up in Skya. Hmm. Let's become the mayor of Cantown. You'd love the idea of being a mayor. You love everything about mayors and the concept of an orderly civil democracy. Mayors are so much better than kings. God, do you hate kings. Perhaps your citizens would be happier with a colorful backdrop that would make them feel more at home. I think the the dark planet is the... The ominous planet is the, the evil and the other planet with the good one and then the... It's are probably the planets in the middle. That storage locker opens up and it's full of tab soda. Yeah! Let's purify the firefly out of the amber. It seems the purifier cannot purify something if it'll create a time paradox. End of Act 2. Some crazy shit. It is some crazy shit. Should we go to Act 3? A silly girl naps by her flowers. It's quite likely that she tired herself out with a variety of silly antics, as silly girls are often known to do. She may have a silly name, too. Or maybe not. It's hard to say for sure without asking her. But since she's slumbering peacefully, it'd be a shame to wake her up. You might as well just give her a name right now. Enter name. Farm Stink Buttlass. Uh, uh I guess... I- Oh, sorry. <laughs> you know, that's what you, take it away. No, it, it's fine. I don't want to take your uh, job. Okay. Uh, I, I guess... I guess her name is Farmstink. <laughs> uh, wake up. You try to roust Farmstink from her slumber, but she's really down for the count. It looks like she's holding some sort of note. Yeah, and so also this is another thing I point out where, like, this cursor... That is on the screen right now. And so, like, yeah. a cursor comes in and tries to shake Gigi awake. Yes. That is a cursor belonging to the player of Homestuck. Yeah, which... Um, I, I, if I understand early Homestuck plans correctly, back when the comic was going to be entirely made in Flash, you would literally be able to do this. Okay. Yeah. Which, man, in retrospect, good thing he didn't do that, what with how Flash is kind of on the outs now. Yeah. It, it'd probably make more sense with that where you could, like, literally, it'd be yourself. But, like, now with this, yeah. it just adds another kind of weird layer of gamification. Yeah. Th- this thing with, like, the other cursors showing up like this doesn't happen much. It happened super early in Act 1 when you could, like, click and drag a cake off of John's bed. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, like, I, in between the last time we recorded this time, I read the beginning of Homestuck again. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, and I, I brought that up, and I was like wondering like, if someone has on Tumblr has written a giant essay on the implications of that. I, yeah, I would be shocked if they didn't. Yeah. Uh, but let's retrieve arms from... Um, they're right there, in plain sight. Look, they're flashing red. Uh, but at this point, were people still submitting... Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm guessing someone submitted... Oh, I guarantee it. I guarantee many people did. Yeah. Um, yeah, the uh, the cutoff for when people started submitting, stopped doing submissions was um, about halfway through Act 4. Okay. Uh, let's drop the pumpkin on farm steak. <laughs> what pumpkin? You see no pumpkin. And frankly, it's hard to imagine there ever was a pumpkin, in plain sight or otherwise. Anyway, that'd be a really terrible thing to do to poor sweet farm stink. Yeah, so the... the- it is de-purified. Yes, because WV stole it in the future. The, the, the sound effect on it is just a fi. A fi, yes. Which is a good sound effect. It is. I, I, I will say those are some weird flowers she's got. Yeah, they are. I don't think that's ever, like, a thing. I think that it just look like that for stylistic reasons. Okay, let's read the note. But- uh, well, this was written in Gigi's voice, so why don't you take it? 
farm steak. That's an incredibly silly and ditty, a little bit rude. I thought that was a D. Yeah, no, that's reasonable. It kind of looks like a D, a J, and an L. Yep. A uh, little bit rude. My name is uh, equal sign, equal sign, heart. Yep. Uh, try again. And the card flips around, and we see that her real name is... Jade Harley. Jade, Jade Harley. So, yes, Jade Harley is GG, and she can see the future. Yes. At last, our, our quartet is complete. Yep. And we don't have to keep referring to people with acronyms. Yep. GG! GG! It's funny, like, it makes sense why this is, but, like, if you go back and look, the characters will refer to each other by those acronyms up until the point where we're introduced to them, and all of a sudden they never do it again. Yep. Uh, and for also, like, the, at the beginning, like, all, it's all very gender neutral. Yeah, yeah. Until, like, Rose and Dave are introduced and you kind of get it. Right, right, right. Um, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, we, we have our quartet. We can finally start that band. <laughs> that is one thing. Um, it, it didn't end up happening. I feel like plans for it probably changed, but all the kids play instruments. And it kind of felt like Earthbound style. There was going to be a big climaxing moment where they all play like a magic song together or something. That doesn't happen. Yeah, because obviously Dave's got his turntables. His, right. his two turntables and the microphone. <laughs> yes. Uh, John's got a piano. Uh, yeah. Uh, Rose yep. has the violin. Yep. And we see there's a flute next to Jade. Yeah. Saw that earlier. Uh, let's go mm-hmm. next. And she's awake. She's uh, got a little pumpkin. She's got a pumpkin shirt. Yeah. Those are, those are sell by the dozens. <laughs> uh, examine room. Your name is Jade. You've just woken from a restful nap, and as usual, you have no recollection of having fallen asleep. You have quite a number of interests. So many, in fact, you have trouble keeping track of them all, even with an assortment of colorful reminders on your fingers to help you sort out everything on your mind. Nevertheless, when you spend your when you spend time in your garden atrium, the only thing on your mind is your deep passion for horticulture. What will you do? Well, let's play a silly flute refrain. <sighs> All right, so this is an interactive sound page it's a, where you can it's a all the key yeah interactive the, uh, silly flute refrain. Yes, all the letters uh, on your keyboard will make her do different things. Oh, and of course, Z makes her sleep. Yes. I like A a bunch. Which one's A? Yeah, A is pretty good. I'm a big fan of um, the period, the slash, and the comma. <laughs> Period's really good. <laughs> it's good. M's not bad either. Yeah, if you if you do uh, comma, period, slash in rapid succession, it's pretty good. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> oh, uh, right bracket's also pretty good. Which one's right bracket? She just kind of blows so hard that she has to run in a little circle. Yeah, she's got she a little. <laughs> uh, Jade's a very silly girl. Also, if you'll notice, sh- her shirt's got a leaf on it now. Ah oh, shit! Ah <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> I'm sorry. I keep playing with this. <laughs> B is also really good. That's all right. I'll just edit in all these sounds, and we'll just do an hour of this for an episode. <laughs> okay, well, okay, let's, let's next. Let's move. Let's move on. All right, all right. Wow, you really suck at this thing. Maybe you should try playing an instrument you actually know how to play instead, like the one in your bedroom. Honestly, you have no idea where this flute even came from. Things seem to appear and disappear around here all the time, especially to your unending chagrin, any sort of large orange gourd that might be lying around. You consider throwing the float down in disgust. Let's catalog the flute instead. On second thought, it was a perfectly nice flute, and there's no reason to take your frustration out on it. You just need some practice. But before you catch slug the flute, you'll need to set your fetch modus first. Oh, she doesn't even have a set modus. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it seems like Jay's house is weird. Some weird, like, nexus of time-traveling nonsense? Yeah. Let's, well, I mean, mainly it just sounds like WV's stealing all our pumpkins. Yeah. Let's set the modus. All right. We can roll over all of her options. Um, we've moved away from data structures, and yeah. now we can... We have an assortment of Milton Bradley board games. We got a uh, Boggle, 
Pictionary, Yahtzee, Connect Four, Jenga, Battleship, Ouija, Guess Who, Operation, and Memory. I, I, part of me wonders like what all of those would be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, cl- you, the clue one especially. <laughs> right, yes. You have to murder someone with three of your items? Uh, the Monopoly one seems interesting. Yeah, just play Monopoly until you get a Monopoly. Uh, or also the Pictionary one. Yeah, Pictionary is a weird one. You have a wide variety of fetch modi to choose from. You were really excited when your grandpa bought you this modus set for Christmas. He's a total badass, even if a little strict. You typically opt for the memory modus when it comes to matters of day-to-day practicality. Oh, it's like memory. You set your modus to memory and catalog the flute. You allot nine cards to the modus from your deck, since that will be more than enough for your needs at the moment. The modus grabs nine more cards for matching purposes. The flute is split up on two blank cards and mixed randomly into the grid. To retrieve the item, you must first pick one card, and then pick its matching card. For the typical Scyllidexer, this modus represents a frustrating guessing game and a lot of wasted time on mismatching. But you like it, because you seem to have a knack for always guessing right on the first try. Because of the future vision. Yeah. Let's squeal like a piglet and fertilize some plants. It is an awfully silly idea, and is basically a waste of everyone's time. You will predictably disregard this thought and focus on more sensible objectives at once. Yeah. Next. Oh my god, this is so much fun. <laughs> so, she's not shitting on her flowers, to be clear to listeners. Yes. She has a bag of fertilizer. Yep. And there's another, like, kind of pig version of her that is also going around. Yeah. That's adorable. It's pretty adorable. Uh, next. You catalog the bag of fertilizer. Oh, uh, let's consult the colorful reminders. You tend to have a lot of things in your mind at once, and you can be a little forgetful. So you keep a variety of colored strings on your fingers as reminders. Each one means there's something different to remember at a certain time. In fact, looking at your index finger reminds you that there's something important to remember now. It's your friend John's birthday. The green string reminds you that John's birthday package will arrive today. The blue string also reminds you that John's birthday package will arrive today, though in a way that means something slightly different. What could that mean? Mm. You are further reminded that you have some things to do outside your house soon. But you should stop by your room first for some supplies, and most importantly to see if John is online and wish him a happy birthday. It must be hard if you can like see through all of time to like remember like what to do then. Right, yeah. Oh, let's capture like, the pumpkin growing next to you. But hard enough that this does not seem like a foolproof system. Yep. <laughs> oh, you snap up that pump. What, what'd you say? Her shirt is now. Oh, it's John's shirt, but blue. Yeah. Yeah. You snap up that pumpkin, which seems suitably ripe for the taking. Hopefully, the safety of your Silidex will prevent it from being spirited away like so many of its ephemeral predecessors. Uh, WV. Yep. Exit the room. Headed toward the exit. There's just all sorts of flowers and shit growing all up in here. Yep. Next. You make your way to the middle of the garden atrium, where a stairwell joins the four atrium wings. Upstairs is your grandfather's laboratory, as well as your bedroom. She's got the logo of the Trifers. Oh, yeah. Now there's shirts the. Yep. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, so I actually, in my, my need for content, I listened to a bit of. Let me tell you about Homestuck. Yeah, you mentioned that. Uh, 1.0. Uh, and so I literally stopped, like, as we got to kind of where we started on uh-huh. the, the on our most recent recordings. <laughs> okay. I don't know where the episodes will be now. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so I'm glad I didn't do that because, like I said, this is all right. new for me now. What's What's that up in the top left? Oh. 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 Describe it for the listeners. It's a bit of the black ooze. Yeah. What's that doing there? That's... Huh. Yeah. That's capturing something. Your memory modus is hardly any fun without much stuff in it, so you decide to stock up on fresh produce to fill more cards. You pick a juicy red crab apple. That apple's happy. 
That's a very happy apple. That ain't crabby at all. Nope. It looks like the apples to apples logo. It yeah, it looks exactly like that. Uh, next. You go pick a nice looking key lime. Uh, that that lime looks kind of okay to be there. Yeah, he's he's just neutral. Yeah, next. And a delicious mandarin orange. These are your favorite. That mandarin orange is psyched. That is so fucking happy. <gasps> next. And finally, a ripe yellow Eureka lemon. That lemon is so happy that it's kind of turning into horrified of how happy it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, next. Modus fun aside, you feel it's impossible to have too many fruits and fruits and vegetables on hand. Uh, let's go upstairs to the bedroom. <laughs> you almost never use the stairs. Okay. She just, yeah, she used that teleporter. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Next. You transportalize upstairs. Just above is your room. Ascend. You enter your bedroom. On this side of the room, you're immediately confronted with numerous artifacts highlighting your various interests. Um, those stuffed animals look un- unsettlingly similar to, uh... Yes. To Smuppets. Yes. She's also got a lot of, like, squid dolls. Uh-huh. No. We'll, we'll, get, we'll circle back to those. Oh, there's, there's some sweet bro and hello Jeff in the upper corner. Yep, yep. And it also... says 2GG from TG on it. Oh, hey. So it's a it's a Dave Strider original. Yeah. Uh, and then there is a the green, uh, like the bootleg Slimer. On yeah, the right. yeah, yeah. Uh, next. You're an avid follower of cartoon shows of considerable nostalgic appeal. You have a profound zeal for marvelous and fantastical fauna of an anthropomorphological persuasion. You have an uncanny knack for nuclear physics, and not infrequently can be found dabbling in rather advanced gadgetry. You enjoy sporadic fits of narcolepsy, your love of gardening transcends the glass confines of your atrium, and you're at times prone to patterns of precognitive prognostication. You consider very briefly the question, what will you do? But you quickly realize this is only one half of your room, and is therefore host to only half of your interests to choose from. Jade's got a lot going on. Jade's got a lot going on. Just and also just casually drop that she's a furry. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also has some furry artwork. Yeah. Uh, pinned up around. I mean, you know, no shame. Yeah. Hey, that's not not judging, just yeah. noting. Listen, if y- if Yif want to be different, <laughs> I fucked up that joke. Yif, you want to be different. There you yeah. go. There you <laughs> Just go. Just edit out the previous joke attempt. All right. You got it. <laughs> that means you won't. Nope. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that's how I do it on Totally Reprise. Right. Is if I say I will fix something for someone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's explore the other half of your room. Over here, yet more articles of your aforementioned interests. That's and, it. Those are just guns. Some. Those are just guns. <laughs> Additional telltale signs of your enthusiasm for nostalgic television mingle with your assortment of game-hunting firearms. You're a skilled markswoman, though your crosshairs would never settle on an innocent creature, anthropomorphologically persuaded or otherwise. Your work table is littered with equipment to facilitate your tinkering. For you, experimentation is not a particularly exact science, and you lean heavily on sharp intuition for consistently and yearly optimal results. Nevertheless, you have still not been able to get that broad, flat gizmo there to work, which is a design you borrowed from one of your grandpa's more mysterious inventions. This is a window from Problem Sleuth. It's the window from Problem Sleuth. Yep. You're a great admirer of his, and you're not alone. Your grandfather is a world-renowned explorer, naturalist, treasure hunter, archaeologist, scientist, adventure, big game hunter, billionaire extraordinaire! He's taught you everything you know. But in spite of all his lessons, it's still difficult to escape his stern lectures when you're on the way out of the house to run your errands. He spends most of his time in the grand foyer, stewing in his own intensity and charisma. That's that's a lot of titles that her grandpa has. Yeah, a lot of hats. Yeah. But yeah, guns. She's just got guns. Uh, she's got also got a guitar. <laughs> yeah, she's got a sick-looking metal guitar. Uh, a lot of little octopuses, squids. Yeah, there's... We briefly saw, I think we'll look at it closer in a sec here, but they're squiddles. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Next. Also, her shirt is now that symbol that was on the pumpkin. Yep. What pumpkin? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and today will likely be no exception. Among the errands you've planned is to venture out to find your pet and best friend named Beckwell. This animal must be fed, and he will not be happy if he's not. And if he's not happy, then you won't be happy. But first, you should really dig out your computer and say hi to John. Now, what will you do? Let's uh, quickly retrieve firearms from wall. You equip your trusty hunting rifle. There would be hell to pay if Granddad caught you leaving the house without it. Okay, and now she has a nuclear symbol on her shirt. And yep. Also, she has a rifle kind. Yes, Judge yeah. Becubus. She kind of just went for... She's a real min-maxer when it comes to this yeah. game. <laughs> she's a real munchkin. Yeah. Wonder why the design of your shirt changed. That's a good thing to bring it up. It's a valid question. There isn't much to wonder, really. You left the word drogophire on its randomization setting. Okay, so now it's just constantly switching between... Yeah, a bunch of different things. Uh, I, uh, there is a Sun logo, which... Here's the only thing... Yeah. Another thing I have just picked up through osmosis. Yeah. Uh... There's a screenshot of Connie from the hit show Steven Universe. Okay. Of her having a sun on her shirt. And oh. people were like, oh, it's a Homestuck reference. And people were like, it's a fucking sun. Like, it's, <laughs> it's like suns have existed for many years. Yeah, I have not seen that particular screenshot. Um, it, I mean, I guess to be fair, this, that sun logo is pretty specific looking. It's not exactly that. Okay, then I would say it's just a sun. Yeah, like it is like it, it is maybe not like a like kind of like the basic sun logo that you would see somewhere. Right. But like it is it definitely is not that. Yeah, then yeah, people are crazy. I, I, I think people just and also, hey, that Steven Universe references a lot of things. Yeah, I mean Steven Universe has a doll of Sanic at some point. Yeah, like I could see people <laughs> Yeah. If if any show is going to make a Homestuck reference. Totally. It would be Steven Universe. Spice. The wrong show. No. <laughs> it's Death <laughs> is My Life now. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, next. You may contemplate which shirt design you favor the most and commit to that setting in the near future. Let's catch on the nearest Squiddles doll and hug it. Just before you can grab one, the powerful electromagnets concealed in their underbellies become activated, and two of them get all tangled up with each other playfully. Oh. Playfully. Oh. Playfully. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing untoward about it whatsoever. I feel like in this universe, you and me are doing a Squiddles. Me, yeah. Molly, and you are doing a Squiddles We Watch podcast. <laughs> Just talking about how it changed us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But they're Tangle Buddies. They're Tangle Buddies. Okay, so have they made the the squiddles? Are those um, with magnets? Like, are those a, a thing? I mean, I am dead positive someone has made those. There might be some Etsy store. As far as I know, they have not made those as like official merchandise. Well, I mean, they did just get around to the Smuppets. Yeah, and there's some other like stuffed animal stuff they've done, but I don't think they've done yeah, like squiddles. I've seen a bit of it in my search for merch. Yeah, like the dragon dolls you've probably seen. Yeah, I have no idea what they are. <laughs> yeah, it's that's not even a huge spoiler or anything. I mean, I won't say anything, but yeah, it's not like a huge deal. Okay. Um. Yeah. Someone has dragon dolls at one point. Okay. <laughs> that's really all it amounts to. Also, I, I did find out that they still do. Uh, you can still buy the uh, Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff book. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just closed the window before I could make more bad decisions. <laughs> uh, next. Oh god, I just looked at the store. They're they're selling betting based on the kids like logos. Oh jeez. Oh, yeah. No. It's woof. <laughs> it's gonna get real bad. Yep. You capture log the tangle buddies. Uh, uh if Dave if Dave had a capture log, that'd be a different thing. That's true. I I could notice when words change. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's lose, lose interest in fun and never speak of it again. Oh, but you could never do that. What marvelous creatures they are. What a daring dream to combine the finest qualities of humanity with the elegance and nobility of the animal kingdom. 
How you wish you could know their world. To hear one night those muted paw pads traipse up your stairs. A low but friendly growl unsettles your slumber, and as the soap pour seeps from your eyes, they detect a sharp pair of ears cutting moonlight. A mysterious woven tongue invites. Wouldn't these ears suit you? Would not this proud long snout assist you in the hunt? No need to answer. Words slough from the busy mind like a useless dead membrane as a more visceral sapience takes over. Something simpler is in charge now, a force untouched by the concerns and burdens of the upright, that farcical yoke the bipedal toe. It now drives you through the midnight brush, your paws whisking through creepers, unearthing with each bold stomp bright odors demanding investigation. But not for long, as you and your new friend must claim the night with piercing howls moonward. You eat a weird bug and don't even care! Huh. <laughs> she is yeah. really into it. She's in deep. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's some... In, that is in deep. <laughs> like, I think even, like, I, I know furries. I thought you were one. Listen. <laughs> that's... Yes, but <laughs> I like okay. I know furries who are more furry than me. Okay, fair enough. That are not in this deep. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, geez, I just like I just think cat ears look cute. Geez. Yeah. <laughs> just for the record, my furry level is I don't have a fursona. Okay, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make a, a, a post on. Uh, Tumblr about... Um, okay, I feel like you wanted to say for affinity and had to change no, it. No, I, I made a uh, post on uh, on our official Tumblr getting told about Homestuck. Yeah. Uh, which was just me type with that uh, image uh-huh. with the phrase, she's in deep. Yep. <laughs> she's uh, in real deep. And then uh, Polly just uh, messaged me on Twitter just saying, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> uh, let's pick up your toys. Let's move on. Yeah, clean up. Speaking of which, you pick up and admire one of your manthro chaps. They're wonderful friends and are always cheerful and pleasant fellows. My dear Mister Coxcomb, however, will you be received at the barnyard gala without the trappings of a proper gentleman? Each manthro chap comes with a number of accessories, including articles of formal attire, a vaccination kit, and dishwasher safe slough trough. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> so, like, with all the other kids, uh huh. Like, like, okay, like John has his like obsession with you know obscure magicians, right? If I can like, I could t- contextualize that. I have my own like, weird things. Yeah, like shitty early '90s movies. Yeah. Like, I'm really into theme parks. That's a weird thing that not many people are into. Sure. I have books about that. That's you know. Yeah, I'm di- and I'm just becoming more worried for Jade as as I learn more. <laughs> worried how? Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's just she seems to be keeping a childlike innocence, which is great. Uh huh. Definitely, definitely. But she has guns and a vaccination kit. Like, let's. <laughs> yes, that's also true. <laughs> I like the idea of a toy doll that comes with a vaccination kit. Yeah. Now people are just tweeting at me. You eat a weird bug and don't even care. Yeah. I yeah, that's a popular happen. line. Yep. Um, trying to think. Uh, I think we talked a few episodes ago about how the kids usually don't really act like kids. I feel like Jade, so far, is the most kid-like of them. Yeah. Which... Like, she is literally sitting on the floor playing with a doll. Yeah, like, true. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, she is the most kid, but like, I think also, like, all of her stuff is very... Like, the world of Homestuck, like, even without all the weird scrub stuff... Right. Is already on such a weirder level. Yeah. That her, like, legitimate kidness. Like, I'm not saying this in a bad way. Right. I find it interesting, really. Yeah. Uh, it is kind of clashing in an interesting way with the kind of ironic stuff and kind of just weird nature of the Homestuck world. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's yeah. organize all of your dolls. You gather all your dolls into a rather cozy looking pile. And two of the Tangle buddies entangle. Uh, let's change the wardrobe fire setting. You deactivate the wardrobe fire's randomization mode and set it to cycle through these three shirt designs. 
The decision was tough, but you think you came to the best possible conclusion. He held a poll. Yeah. Uh, the Atom technically won. Yeah, and the Atom is technically, like, you'll see, you mentioned you bought, like, uh, volumes one through four of the music, where yeah. her logo is the Atom. And I believe her shirt is the Atom. Yeah. Uh, but the Sun and the uh, Spirograph uh, came in second, so... Yeah. At some point, he stops bothering to randomize him, and it's just all Adam all the time. That's a different podcast. All Adam. What? All the time. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, listen, I don't, I've never read any comic books about the Adam, which you think I would, given my interests, but... Yeah. I-, I was more thinking, like, of a guy named Adam. Oh, sure. <laughs> well, again... That was, my, that was my weird joke. Yeah. Okay, let's look at the window. It's another beautiful day in your neighborhood. It's peaceful and quiet as usual. A rather imposing volcano looms over your house, which has been inactive for centuries. Though dormant on the surface, the volcanic activity deep underground provides your house with a source of geothermal power. You're not sure why your grandfather decided to draw from this source of energy when he had the unlimited power of the atom at his disposal. But it's been this way for as long as you can remember. You've chalked it up to your family's long-standing propensity for eclectic fursuits. Wait, you mean pursuits? <laughs> uh, so this is a very minor thing, but so uh, and I j- yeah you I, you may have talked about this on uh, let me talk about Homestuck uh, 1.0. Oh, I probably did. Yeah. Uh, so yes. Jade's house is powered by geothermal power. Uh, Rose's house it's is hydroelectric. Power. Yes. Dave lives in a place where they burn coal, yeah. and John lives in a place that is wind power. Yes. They are the full a- four elements. Yep. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Also fursuits. Also fursuits. You mean pursuits. <laughs> it's a quality joke. It's quality. It is. It is. <laughs> Gonna screen cap that. <laughs> Put it on Twitter. <sighs> I'm I, sorry, I've clicked away. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, tweeting it was really important. It is. <laughs> uh, I, I also got in a conversation today with some people over what each of their Twitters would be like. Oh, boy. I feel like Dave would probably be... Dave would just be drill. Yeah. There was a, a Twitter at some point that was just Dave ebooks, but, And that was basically what it felt like, was drill. Yeah. Um... John would obviously, like, use it, like, super enthusiastically. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like Rick Rose would just post shitty poetry. Yeah, that sounds about right. I feel like Jade would mostly be, like, links to DeviantArts that she found. Yeah, like, no, like, link to Pinterest. Yeah, yeah. With, like, really, really bad, like, artifacts. Totally, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then also, just because I'm me, I, and I use Tumblr more. I thought about what their tumblers would be, which were basically the same. Yeah. Dave just has a lot of shit posts. Yep. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Let's retrieve this fursuit from your magic chest. What is this nonsense about fursuits? You don't own a fursuit. You think anthropomorphic fauna are really cute and enchanting and all, but it has never occurred to you to dress as one. Sure, it's fun to imagine what it would be like to run wild with a pack of wolves or purr and frolic with a litter of kittens. But dressing up as an animal just seems ridiculous. It would still just be a silly girl draped in a raggedy, synthetic, tufty piece of crap. And seriously, who are you trying to kid with that sort of baloney? Anyway, it's not a magic chest, it's your gadget chest, which you've adapted for storing a number of useful gizmos. It was once your oracle's trunk, a gift from your grandfather, of course, and still contains many silly, fortune-telling knickknacks, all of which are completely bogus. Hmm... So I like the idea that she's so far gone that she looks at the current state of the furry community and says, no, this will not do. Yeah, this is, this is, we will have to use science. Yeah, call me when you can genetically modify me to have cat ears. Yeah. Uh, Let's open the chest. Among the fortune-telling knickknacks are these items. A crystal ball plus compulsory velvet pillow, a tarot deck, a magic eight ball, a magic cue ball, and one of your favorite books of all time, Problem Sooth. God damn it. (laughs) 
Among the useful gizmos are, of course, your computer, which you keep inside a fun lunchbox for easy transport, and a couple of gizmos you keep handy so you don't always have to make the long trip to the kitchen. There's a cookalizer for preparing delicious meals, and a refrigerator, a name which clearly is a wacky variation on the much more common household item, the refrigifyificator. Uh, I'm just kind of have a neutral expression on my face of, like, that is both somehow amusement and, di- like, no amusement. Yeah. <laughs> what, for refrigifyificator? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's also got a little photo of who's, I assume, is her grandpa. Yeah. And there's some kind of shadowy figure behind him. <laughs> that head kind of looks like that logo. It does. That was on that pumpkin. He, d- he has quite the mustache, too. He does have quite the mustache. Uh, I did notice that one of the uh, logo things was Beast. Oh, was it? Yeah. Or like, oh, that's what it was labeled as? Yeah. I see. Hmm. Hmm. Let's examine the magic eight ball. The magic cue ball. <laughs> These things are stupid and useless. When the magic eight ball isn't being frustratingly ambiguous, its forecast is always wrong. You've tested it numerous times with, cer- with certain facts you know to be true. This is its reply when you ask if it's your friend John's birthday today. See? Stupid. It says not exactly when she asked, is it John's birthday? Mm, yep. Mm. You guess maybe it could be used as a reverse prediction device and always trust the opposite of what it says. But that seems dumb to you. And anyway, the thing gives you a bad vibe. You might consider smashing it, but you're a little superstitious about whatever ominous consequences that might have. Even if the occult talisman in question is a cheap piece of garbage. I, I, I love how Jade is just, like, so angry. Like, you know, she's usually very silly, apparently, and... Yeah. But when she's it comes very to... very silly until... So, I, th- I feel like Jade's Twitter, going back to that, would be a mix of the Pinterest stuff we talked about, along with, like, really militant atheist stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like... Just like, hey, look at this cute furry I found. If you believe in God, you're harming the world. Yeah. <laughs> that would be what, like, a 13-year-old would do. Totally. Yeah, just complete disrespect for anyone's beliefs but her own. Because she's right. Yeah. Next. The magic cue ball, on the other hand, is said to make predictions with alarming precision and specificity. Unfortunately, it lacks a portal on its surface that allows you to view the prediction. You put both of these pieces of junk back in the box. Uh, let's catalog the refrigerator. You take the refrigerator. You might as well grab the cookalizer, too. No portable kitchen is complete without it. Listen, I know she's got, like, a rack of guns and, like, a uranium rock over there. I would not give a child just a hot plate in their room. <laughs> well, I mean, she made it. I guess. <laughs> uh, you take your lunch top, too, because obviously you're going to be using that pretty soon. Whoops, there goes your flute. Yeah, but who cares? Yeah, I, I, we, did, we didn't mention it, but she does have a guitar. Yeah. Now let's feed your friend. Before you can go out to feed Beck, you'll need to prepare a meal for him. You clear some space on your work table so you can set up the refrigerator and cookalizer. It just and now <laughs> it's really just hitting me how much just radioactive material she just has sitting out in the open. Yeah, like I mean, on Hit Podcast Tell Your Prize, you've joked about tumors. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> um, I'm assuming yeah, I mean, you, you don't like, like that joke thought... as much anymore here. <laughs> no, she's going to die. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? Listen, I told you before, if if you want dead children, Homestuck's where it's at. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, too, like, we thought Dave's house was unsafe, and we were right. Jane's house seems unsafe in a completely different way. Yeah, like, I think that, like, Dave's bro... That's a lot more, like, just neglect. Yeah. This is, a like, uh, and, you know, that's also kind of what Rose is, which, you know, like, they do have that connection. Rose feels neglected, but it's not, like, neglect as in, here's no food and no thing, nothing to drink, and everything in the house will kill you. Hers is just emotional neglect. Yeah. Uh, like, John's dad is, like, overbearing. Yeah. Uh, in a way, like, I don't really find that, like, annoying, but obviously he does, because he's Right, it, it's the other thing you can see where it would get annoying all the time, but also it definitely feels like it is not on the same tier as, like, Dave and Rose at all. And Jade, again, just assuming, 
Right. Again, I really do remember none of this. Sure. Uh, it seems to, like, give her almost too much uh, freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, she's just making shit, like, in the top, like, in her right room that she, and, you know, her dad just stays in his study. Yep. For his foyer. Yeah. Uh, let's go next. Just for fun, Jade allows you to take a stab at matching the cards to use the gizmos. It doesn't present much of a challenge for her, so she figures she might as well step aside while providing a few generous hints. No. No. Warmer. Warmer. Cooler. Cooler. Cold. Warmer. Yes. No. Cold. Ice cold. Warmer. Warmer. We get none of them. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's... We're trying real hard to match them cards, and we're failing. Uh, let's go next. You have selected the Key Lime. Way to go. The Key Lime seems pretty psyched. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Jane, she seems like... She doesn't seem, like, too distraught she's about miffed. it. She's like, no, goofball, that's not it. Yeah. Like, if there was a character that would, like, just directly talk... Like, I know, like, John has somewhat. Sure. But, like, just... It would make the most sense for her to interact with, like, and break the fourth wall. It'd sure. be Jade. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Uh, try again. Hot? Wait, no. Cold. Really cold. Frozen fucking tundra. <laughs> she looks like she's losing a little bit of patience, yeah. though. Yeah. Uh... <sighs> Also, we got the lemon. Yeah, we, we got the lemon. I do. I don't know why, but like, like when it all any of the others, it, it kind of makes sense from the curse. Uh huh. Like with Jade, it just seems like like from the mouth of babes. Oh, totally. Like she swears way less than anybody else, and uh, it's always kind of shocking when she does. Yeah. Um, someone made a pie chart now that Hostuck's over of every character's use of the word fuck. <laughs> Uh, Dave took up about a quarter of the chart. Great. Yeah. Uh, I assume there will be other characters who will take up that chart. Yeah, yeah. Dave and a character we have not met combined make up a little more than half. Great. And, like, was Jade, like, a tiny sliver? Yeah, Jade's barely visible. Great. Man, that must have taken a long time. Yeah, really, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's take another crack at this. Congratulations, you advance your matching skill to the new level. Yukon Hero, Legacy of the Frostbite Amputee. Jade's beginning to regret breaking the fourth wall for this ill-advised escapade. Yep. Yeah. got the orange. Yeah, to be fair, like, to be clear, we are not actually choosing. No, no, it's that cursor that moves around on its own. Yes. Okay, one more time. We can do this. <laughs> and now we got the apples. Yeah. I mean, we, she wanted food. Yeah. We got What's wrong it. with that? <laughs> if it were known in advance how terrible you were going to be at this matching game, the author may have given second thoughts to preparing this cool, interactive Flash application that he definitely didn't make. <laughs> Look at all these fruits on the loose. Good luck trying to settle them down. Uh, fruits on the Loose was my least favorite middling animated movie in the 90s. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's hard to get emotionally invested in, like, whether or not the grapes are going to make it home. They're just going to get eaten either way. Yeah, it's... Uh, and now they're just doing, like, a like a gritty reboot of it with food... Yeah. With, a uh, With raisins? No, what's that fucking movie? Uh, Sausage Party. Oh. <laughs> I like that I went the cute direction and you went the horrible direction. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Like, oh, what's the gritty reboot version of grapes? Raisins, obviously. They're old and gritty. <laughs> I, yeah. The version is just dicks. <laughs> the, that's like the Frank Miller's grapes. And raisins. <laughs> <laughs> the grapes returned. <laughs> the grapes of wrath. Yes. Yes! There you go. Okay, next. Let's... Yeah. We finished that completed. <laughs> you just deploy the gadgets yourself. Let's take the fruits into the refrigerator to keep them fresh. These fruits are unlikely to become less impudent anytime soon, regardless of where they're stored. But you stick them in anyway. They just was like zoom. It is. Yeah, it's like a magic like 
bag of holding or something. Yeah, I, I, I assume that if Jake could hear you say magic. Oh, yeah, she'd, <laughs> she'd have my ass. Yeah. Uh, next. You take a look at the refrigerator's rotary interface. You wonder what he's in the mood for today. Uh, we got some lovely clip art here. Yeah, <laughs> just a steak, like a bottle of milk, I guess. A chicken uh, drumstick, a fish, some bread, etc. Yeah. D- did you say etc. because you don't know what that thing is? No, it's celery. Okay. <laughs> I just got bored of listing foods. I, I just want to make sure. <laughs> Let's press the steak button. Okay, well, it's a rotary dial, so there's no buttons to press, but whatever, that doesn't really matter. You dial up a thick T-bone steak, which you're sure Beckwell's in the mood for, because he's in the mood for steak every day and is never in the mood for anything else. But he does like his steak well-cooked. Oh, well, luckily. Got a cooker. We got a cooker. Next. So the the cookalizer settings are thaw, cook, irradiate, and just a mushroom cloud. (laughs) Yeah, this this is an okay thing to have. (laughs) Yeah, she's just got a nuclear bomb. Let's lightly irradiate it. He does prefer a steak rare, after all. But you will not dignify the thought of turning the knob much further, because you're not stupid. Yeah. It's all green now. It is all green now. Yeah, def- definitely cancer's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, did I not tell you that, Ashley? Like, the back half of Homestuck, that's why it takes such a weird left turn and it becomes so much longer. It's just all about, like, all the kids supporting Jade throughout her chemo process. Ooh, Jesus. <laughs> Like, there's a real, like, Act 5 is all about how, like, she copes with her hair falling out. Oh, that's why the acts get longer. It's because... Yeah. Yeah. I know that's a lie. Like, I know that's a lie, but, like, I'm... Like, I'm, like, legit, like, shocked and scared. Yeah, John's just like, oh, gosh, this game seemed real cool, but I gotta go back to Earth and help my friend. Yeah. But it's actually, like, all about, like, you know, like, like she he can't be there for her. Like it sucks. Well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. All, all I can do is just type words on the screen. Mm-hmm. It's got real. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go next. Let's go next. You catch log the irradiated steak and save it for your trip outside. You probably shouldn't waste much more time. You wouldn't want all those nice depleted steak isotopes to settle down. Yeah, that... Cancer. Yeah. She's holding yeah. cancer. Yup. Let's examine the atomic base by your bed. You wouldn't exactly call it an atomic base, but it's heavily customized to accommodate a high level of music virtuosity, the perfect instrument for the eclectically spirited. You've tuned the strings way down, of course, because your stumpy arms can't reach the low notes. Yeah. And next. You switch your eclectic bass to its advanced setting. But you probably switch it back, since obviously it's too complicated to play it in person like this. The default setting is your preferred mode for casual jamming. And since you can't possibly waste enough time playing music, casually jam is exactly what you're going to do. Yeah, when she hits the advance button, it grows two keyboards, another guitar neck. Is it like an accordion thing on the side? Yeah. (laughs) It gets real complicated looking. Uh, The phrase, to play it in person like this. Yeah. That's... That raises some questions. Yeah. Let's, what could she mean? But let's play a hauntingly relaxing bass line. Let's. If you've been listening to Act 5, you probably recognize this song. I think it's Act 5 this is on. Or, oh, you know what? I don't think this mix of this song has ever come out on an album. Yeah, okay, yeah, I do recognize, but it not this specific mix. Yeah, yeah. Because this song is called The Beginning of Something Really Excellent, but I don't believe the bass solo version of it exists. So yeah, we're getting like a zoom out of her island... And it's the island we saw back in time. Yeah. It's the Frog Temple Island. Mm-hmm. And also an airplane flew by and parachuted in a box. And all, there's all these little lily pads. And there are a lot of lily pads around that Frog Temple. But you know. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Let's capture all the base. You take the portable amp from the wall socket, too. Oh. Yeah. Uh, let's open the lunch top. You like to make yourself comfy in a plushy pile before getting down to business with your computer. She is sitting in the pile. I, I really love Game of Thrones. <laughs> they, they really changed the look, but I'm, I'm digging it. 
<laughs> like, they've already changed so much from the books. Yeah, yeah, I mean, who, who would have thought? Uh, I, I've, I've seen so much reaction against turning the swords into stuffed animals, but I don't know, that throne looks comfy. Well, like, yeah, like, it's... I mean, it was a bit weird for the first episode where the chain were just... Like, the, the king would go like, man, this is real comfy. Yeah. I don't know why we did swords. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, like after like after they kind of got past, like, that initial, like, I, I liked it better. Right. I know that's not maybe necessarily a, a popular opinion, but it's my opinion. Well, you know, it's always that thing. Adaptations are adaptations. They're not the same thing again. Yeah. I've never seen Game of Thrones. Me neither. Okay. <laughs> uh, I do know that my parents watched it and stopped watching it because there's too much sex. Yeah, my parents would stop watching it uh, for that reason if they ever watched it in the first place, but there's too much dragons in it, so they wouldn't. Okay. That, that was actually, I think, my mom stopped because of the sex, my dad stopped because of the dragons. Nice. Because he heard there was dragons, and he was like, fuck this. Yep, yep. <laughs> He's just scrolling through his uh, like DVR channel guide, and just on HBO it says, here be dragons, and he knows to avoid that part. Yeah. Uh, let's get down to business. To defeat the Huns? I, I was... Okay, let's go. Yeah, I beat you to it. You beat me to it. <laughs> she, That's not a simple laptop. No, it's another one of her little gadgets, and it, like, creates an uh, augmented reality wonderscape. Yeah, there's some dragons in the background. Yes, there are. And there's just, like, galaxies flying by her. I, I wonder if she ate a sandwich before this. What? You know, that... just, just like to lay in her pile of stuff and feel like garbage. Oh, sure, yeah. Much like the Kit Undertale character Nabstab Luke. Yes. Yeah. That is the reference <laughs> I was going for. Gotcha. Let's, let's activate <laughs> Pester Chill. All right. Um, this is an incredibly tiny thing, uh, but each kid also has a different web browser that we've now seen. Yeah. Uh, what's John's called? Fuck. Uh, John's is Typhius. Yeah. And Rose's is... Wow, I used to know these off the top of my head. I don't remember Rose's, but it's like a different looking... The icon's like a purple serpent. And then Dave's got one called Hephaestus, and Jade's got one called Echidna. And these are all, like, mythological creatures from different mythologies. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I will say, with my knowledge, my, my foreknowledge, uh, yeah. we see the chum roll. Yes. And then we see the Troll Slum. The Troll Slum. And she seems to have a bunch of people on Troll Slum. Yes, she does. The only one online right now is Carcino Geneticist, but she's got Arachnids Grip, Twin Armageddons, Terminally Capricious, and Caligula's Aquarium. Hmm. <laughs> hey, look, John is online, though. Hey, John's online. Did you already read that? Uh, we have already read this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, it doesn't even, like, link us back to it the way it did with most of them. What do you mean? Oh, wait, oh, you mean the text below. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were going to the next page. Whoops. Hey, look, John's online. Hooray. Also, it looks like Dave pestered you about something yesterday, but you missed it. Uh, let's pester John. There we go. You greet John, but he doesn't respond. He's undoubtedly gallivanting around his house in a state of barely restrained birthday mirth. You may also be retrieving the two packages and the two envelopes, which are certain came in the mail form earlier. You'll wait a little while and see if he returns before you head out. Um, and we can see, if you're following the timestamps on this, this was all the way back at 12.30 on 4.13. And he didn't start playing Spurb until 4.13 on 4.13. So, this we have, she's back in the past right now. Yes. Uh, like, as usual, like, when they jump back. Yeah. Like, they catch you up on what everyone was doing at every point. Yeah. Well, but let's see if Dave left uh, uh, left you a sweet new rap. It doesn't appear so. But you just never know with that crazy and cool guy. So cool. And all Dave's message says is, Hey. Oh. You're asleep again, aren't you? Or do you even know if you are? I still don't know how that works. So cool. So cool. Next. Turns out Godhead began pestering Garden Gnostic. Uh, yes, yeah, so I read the first... Yeah, or, or you're, you're asleep again, aren't you? Or do you even know if you are? I still don't know how that works. It's like nothing means anything. 
It's so cool getting hella chumped by your coquettish damn riddles all the time. I don't know why I believe anything you say. I'm like the Grand Marshal of gross chumpage. Waving around my... Mmm... Mmm... Yeah. Not a nice word. That's not nice. No, 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 no. Waving around my chump doctor baton. Assistant director of chumpography. Celebrated author Ernest Chumpingway. Wait, weak. Chumple Stillskin. Uh, Chumple Dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> You're asleep? Y slash N? ASL? S equals species. Baboon? Kangaroo rat? If kangaroo rat, yip twice, please. Okay, well, you're not saying anything, so I guess whether you're not awake or unasleep or whatever, you're just not around, and I'm wasting good material. Even worse, I'm wasting a killer persona here. Like, I don't know, like a wide-open V-shaped leotard and a fuck-ton of body paint. Like, some, like, sinewy, back-arching Cirque du Soleil motherfucker. Always low to the ground, getting a good prowl on. Like I dropped my keys in the dark. Nimbless son of a bitch who had the gumption to glue a nasty pair of latex cat lips to his face. For a reason that wasn't a joke. Jade, hey, where are you? Seriously, I'm sitting here tonight with a fucking bag of kibble jacked open on my lap, primed for goddamn bear. And you're gone. By the way, my name is Aquit Permusk. Hardest buttock in the jungle. Tempered steel. Hey, yeah, just wanted to give you this remix I finished. Here. Uh, so, Yeah. You don't have to respond to any of that, by the way. I'll probably forget half the shit I said anyway. Uh, talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, so... Uh-huh. It is obvious that uh, Dave is also a furry. <laughs> Maybe uh, ironically, but... Yeah, um, it's... Yeah. <laughs> That's, he knows a bit too much. Yeah, you're not wrong. I've, I've always taken that as just him teasing her, but you can definitely take it that... Maybe that teasing draws on too deep of a knowledge base. Like, like at least it's someone who has investigated. Yeah. If not necessarily is. Right. Uh, but let's open fresh jams. Open fresh jams, which I saw this page linked on your Tumblr earlier. So, <sighs> you open the fresh jams media player and add Dave's remix to the playlist. So all this is is a collection of songs that people were submitting. This was at the point where the music team was sort of spinning up. And uh, it's just a lot of, like, remixes of songs we've heard so far and that sort of thing. Um, it's... Th there's They made albums, so you didn't have to use this page to listen to this stuff eventually. Yeah, uh... Where did I link it, by the way? I I probably did, I just forgot. Oh, so you li linked, I think it was Verdancy. Yeah, and the per like you retumbled somebody, and they linked back to this page. From okay, so I, I just from. searched Verdancy because yeah, I had bought the album. Yeah, uh, and yeah, I really like that song. Yeah, it's a good song. 